All right. Welcome back. Uh, episode eight of High Heat, man. How we been? Good. How about you, man? Doing good, man. A little tired? Uh, just a little bit. Long night. You know, tough call, but hey, you know, that's part of the job. So we signed hey, up for it. Do explain. We were going to get into some firefighting stories today. That was one of our topics. Um, if you want to talk about it, you don't have to, but I was going to talk about some crazy story of mine, but it happened a couple months ago. If you want to start. Yeah, let's hear yours first, and then, uh, you know, before I get too depressing with mine, we'll, uh, you know, oh, let you go. <laughs> mine might be right down the depressing lane, too, so uh, we're going to start off on a bad note and probably hopefully end on a good note, so we'll get your hopes back up in humanity, hopefully, by the end of this show. Um, a couple months ago, um, we ran a shooting uh, at a gas station, and um, it just came in as shots fired um seen clear that was all that came in um i guess apparently it came into the paramedics too just you know someone shot but they're breathing they're fine you know ours just came in as shots fired seen clear so we roll up on scene at the gas station and um the cops already marking off the gas station and we're like what's going on you know somebody hurt what's going on they're like yeah someone shot behind the counter we're like oh okay no one told us you know so we start <laughs> running in there hustling in there like we're at we look behind the counter and there's um a female slumped over we're trying to run around the counter counter small it's like two feet almost two and a half feet between the counter so like when she fell she kind of just got wedged in there and um so we're trying to flip her over work on her this and that and she was doa and as soon as we got there i mean she was just mm. she was gone um so as soon as we get there, we worked on didn't didn't get to do much because you could tell we no pulse, nothing you could tell just due to her wounds, it was it was blatant, it was obvious. Yeah. Um, and we're like, man, like you just weren't ready for it. You just show up on scene thinking, you know, shots fired, no one's hit, we didn't get anybody, and then you're sitting there looking at a body. Um, so that's pretty wild. And paramedics show up and they're like, Hey, where's 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 the victim at? You know, what do we need to do? And we're like, she's gone they're like what they're like we got it that she was breathing and everything else you know so totally coming into the wrong scene with the wrong I, I, they just what they got from the information and um so then it took back the paramedic they were just like what seriously and then like they had to come around and announce you know do i put the the four lead on her make sure there was no um or anything going on and once they figured that out police was like all right it's crime scene everybody out and we're like okay see ya you know and it's just like you leave it at that and um caught the news the next morning and um ended up being a woman that had four kids um a newborn about four months old uh they got the video down they went after a big manhunt and they finally arrested the guy about a couple weeks ago and they sh they showed the video where Apparently, she asked him for some cigarettes. When she turned around, he let off about four shots above the shoulders and um, dropped her and just took two packs of cigarettes. And that's all he took. Ended up being a 15-year-old kid. Just did it for cigarettes. Senseless. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous that, that that's the world we live in, that somebody's just going to go randomly do that to somebody. And um, 
it was just one of those where it was like, man, every time I saw somebody that kind of looked like her, it was like, man, I see her again and like other people's faces and stuff like that. And it's just like, man, those four kids are just, they're going to grow up without a mom. And it's just like, I guess that's all they, all they had too. So it's like another thing where four kids are growing up without a mom. She's just sitting there trying to work and do her job and live her life. And some kid just comes in with a ski mask and decides that's it for her. You know, it's just ridiculous that, that that's the way people think, you know, like why take somebody's life? It's senseless. It's just common sense that you shouldn't do that. And I don't know. It's still, it's, doesn't bother me often, but like I said, there's some times where I'll see a person or just going into a gas station. Now I'm like looking over my shoulder and making sure, you know, nothing's going to happen or nothing's going to come up or someone random is going to show up, you know? So it's just one of those things, part of the job where you just, you just learn to be more cautious or watch your back or you're kind of a little more on edge than somebody else. So right. it's just one of those where I'm glad they caught the, caught the kid. And it's just, like I said, ridiculous 15 year old, um, ruined his life too. He's not going to come out of jail. No, Hopefully they ruined, try as an adult, um, ruined two families, his and, and that lady's. Yeah. Still don't know the motive. Um, I don't know if they do or renounced it or what, but just senseless, man, just senseless. And that's been one of our crazy stories recently and, and missed another one, another car fatality. We were gone, um, getting our truck fixed and somebody else had to take it. So hope kind of glad I didn't get to work that or didn't have to work that one. But um, other than that, that's been kind of our main crazy one that's happened recently. Yeah. We, um, last night, about probably 2 a.m., the engine gets toned out to a, to an NDA. Pulled up on my phone, single car, you know, says somebody possibly ejected, but then, you know, a lady walking around yelling for, yelling her name so like, okay ejection but she's up walking around it was about 10 minutes later the quint you now i'm driving the quint yesterday and we get dispatched this is the same wreck what's going on like maybe they, maybe they found something else extrication look at the notes it says lady out walking around the car possible ejection i was like okay you know so there's somebody else involved we get there <clears throat> looks like a bomb went off and we see three different groups of at least four people working people and the actions of a drunk mother altered the lives of her four kids oh wow um an infant dos not more, not more than a year, just under a year. Um, you know, another one around two. Internal bleeding, you can see the bruising along her rib cage. Uh, she was, you know, compensating until she wasn't. She started going downhill fast. Three-year-old, multiple skull fractures up in the soft spot and then the facial. He was crying, conscious. The 11-year-old, laying in the middle of the street being worked on from the elbow down severed and multiple hip fractures you know leg is twisted and it looked like he tried to grab the door when he saw it coming and it just took everything with it the mom is out walking around and injured and she's mouthing off the police mouthing at the med start and all of a sudden you just hear her go 
I'm really regretful that I'm drunk right now. Can I just take my kids? Mm. So it, it's an entire family shattered because of the selfish selfishness of, of one person. And none of those little ones were even in a car seat. Why is it always the drunk person gets saved? I don't understand it. I know it's 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 scientific to where they're loose and like, you know, yeah. you know, just being drunk has caused you to be loose and not tense up, but like it just it amazes me how most wrecks when you see somebody that's drunk, it's usually they're the one that survives. Mm-hmm. If you would have looked at the car with the amount of, you know, we had three apparatus there, four ambulance, two, you know, supervisor medics, our battalion chief, and multiple guys. If you would have looked at this scene, you would have thought, okay, fired a complete passenger side blow out of this car. Nope. Hit two trees and it filled it back like a tuna can. Mm-hmm. So, driving too fast? Yeah, driving too fast, drunk, not paying attention. At two o'clock and has all four kids with her? Yep. That makes no sense. No. That's no sense whatsoever. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like you're pulling up to it and you're like, what? what, Where's the other car? You know, you're thinking there's another car. Where's the other car? Single car. Single car. So it's like you spend all day trying to wrap your head around that you're you're thinking it's you, what, what why why you can't Mm-mm. you can't for somebody to be that selfless to want to drive at two something in the morning want to drive drunk at two something in the morning and want to drive drunk with kids in the car at two something in the morning it's just none of it makes sense man that's awful and no one should have to see that um I couldn't imagine. I mean, if the dad's in the picture at all, how he feels, if what the parents, grandparents are like, if they're in the picture, um, man, none of them, I assume none of them made it. Um, the youngest one, the youngest one was DOS. But that's what they said. They pronounce it red just for purposes and transport and everything else. You know, the mom was green. Um, and the, the other kids, what they considered one yellow, and then um, I guess out of the five, it was one green, one yellow, three red. But realistically, the eleven-year-old was clinging, clinging. You know, it, it wasn't very. Uh, didn't look like it was going to be a good outcome. Um, Talking like on the verge of red, like on the verge of black. It was. Black, sorry, yeah. yeah it, it was. It wasn't good. It was. And then, you know, you're looking at it and it's, it's like every single one of these kids have injuries that are fatal, that are potentially life ending. So did it eject her or was it just eject all four of them? All four of them. It left 11 year old in the middle of the street and then it put the, the three little ones basically right next to each other, about two feet from the car when the car finally came to a stop. And then she was, I guess, crawled out of it. I couldn't imagine driving up on that scene. And, you, you know, you're driving up on it. You're like, this is a crime scene. Yeah. Just everything that went on, how she was acting. And then immediately goes, I regret being drunk. You're like, all right, everybody, don't touch any parts of the car. Don't do anything. Get your medical supplies. You know, everybody's transported and moved from the scene. I mean, it was 
one of those things <clears throat> that you try to forget. You know, that's that's the fourth type of wreck that I've had in my four or five years on the apartment. Yeah, and it's never it never gets easier. And it's like I was talking to a buddy of mine. He goes, "Man, that's something that you want to be on, but you don't want to see." Just because you know somebody thinks oh massive wreck, you know extrication chances, you know saving lives, but same thing, it's it's not something that you want to see. You want to be there to help people, but you want to be there to see that kind of carnage. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. nobody needs to see that. I mean, it's just one of those that I mean, no matter how it's not about being tough or about being this or that. It's just like mm-hmm. you're a human and you got to you had to see kids. That's where that's where I'm kind of I'm worried about when. I know my my time's coming to where I'm going to see a kid in that capacity, and um, it's just one of those you don't really know how you're going to handle it. Yeah. And when you have your kid, it, it changes the whole ball game. It's never easy, kid yes. or not. I mean, I, I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, man, I, you know, the three year old that could be Beck. Yes. You know, that eleven year old that could be Cadence or Cambry. Yeah, it, just, it puts it a whole different limelight. I mean, you looked at everybody's face, every first responder, police, med star, fire, our chief. I mean, everybody's eyes were just like, holy crap, what is going on? What, what, where do you start? Yeah. You know, and it, it's it was we were the engine was calling for more companies for for medics. I mean, we didn't they didn't have the manpower and the notes came in very. Vague, vague yeah, you know, if it would have came in. You know, multiple patients, car against a tree, ejections. I mean, they're calling right away for people. But if they would have just put four kids on there, I'm sure you would have had everybody coming. Mm-hmm. You know, um, man, that's wild. And for you though, you're you're near faster highways or interstates. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see more of that to where ours are more inner city streets. You know, our fastest one is like 55 miles an hour, you know, we don't have any major highways or anything in our city limits. Um, it's it's all around. This was Hewlett. This is Hewlett street. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. You know, how fast are you going to hit one tree, go to the next one and completely rip the side of your car off and not stop on the first tree. I don't know. There's, it's like I said, senseless men, there's, some things that we won't like that kid shooting somebody it's 15 year old it's just things are just not gonna someone's not in the right state of mind it's just not normal um i don't know whether that's from the way they grew up what they grew up in uh what they were currently living in you never know it's just doesn't make sense um and just life's changed in a matter of seconds and that's where you never know you never know what you're going to be called on or you never know what you're going to be a part of or mm-hmm. on the other aspect you don't know when your time is going to come so it's just one of those where yeah. i'd like to think if you're just reasonable and sensible you know your, your time's going to last a little longer and you're not doing <laughs> dumb stuff like that but that's nuts man um i couldn't imagine and like i said i'm waiting on my time for uh, to have a call for a child and that's gonna it's gonna be eye-opening for sure Oh, yeah. um, it puts it into a whole different perspective. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, well, I think that's enough depressing story yep. for now. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna jump into some sports. We like to kind of keep some firefighter stories in there because we do like to 
we are based around fire departments and stuff and we love sports so we want to keep try to keep some stories in um with that but speaking of fire department we're going to jump into the uh fire department new york versus nypd hockey match the annual <laughs> hockey match. um this is their 49th annual face-off between the two departments um they started doing this for charity i don't know i can't i try to look it up what charity they were doing it for but i think they pick different charities each year um so they just do that but it's all the money's raised for charity like every everybody that comes in and concessions and stuff so it all goes to a good cause but but you know with <laughs> fire department police department they hate each other especially in new york you know it's, yeah. big, it's one of the biggest police departments fire departments you know in the country yeah. and um they hate each other. that new york and chicago probably have the most tension between each other yeah i would say <laughs> chicago would be up there too um definitely hate each other and um it's just one of those where I'd love to go see one. It'd be a blast. I mean, next year is going to be the 50th. It was played about a month ago um, to the day, I think. So it was like April, I can't remember, like 15th. Um, but the fire department is does has a commanding lead. They were 27, 18, and 3 in the series. Uh, now they're 28, 18, and 3 because they took this year's um, – game eight to five uh but more importantly they won the fight battle i say what, what was the knockout count the knockout count i tried to watch all of them i think it was just one to nothing there was one bench clearing with a bunch of skirmishes going around i don't think anything landed or anything heavy went uh there was another one to where they just kind of switched blows but then the fire department guy finally took him down so I guess apparently whoever falls first is the loser. Yeah. I guess I'm assuming. But I think that's the way NHL is too. They let them go till the first guy goes. You let it go until the guy, yeah, till the guy hits the ice and then they break it up. But um, it was getting to about 32 seconds left in the third period. So end of the game, <laughs> these two drop gloves and um, one guy ended up getting knocked out. So we're gonna try to play a little video here. I don't know how the audio is gonna be, but. If not, we'll get it fixed up. Here's the audio for it. I'll play it now. So yeah, he just dropped him. I was watching the video. I wish I could show it to you guys, but yeah, it was it wasn't even fair. It was like uh two to the face, PD guy missed. He got him by the jersey and just went like two more, and the last one just he collapsed. Um, but like you said, seventeen thousand there, you know, watching it. I think they play in Madison Square Garden, I think. Don't hold me to that. But just watching this video gets me hyped. I'm like, dude, I would have loved to play hockey. That one looked a little extra personal too. It was like there's definitely some background. It said it was for uh, something in 2014, so nine years ago. They're getting in a fight because of something that happened nine, nine years ago. So That's people awesome. don't forget. Yeah, especially firefighters. We just have we just get to sit around and stew on it all all year. Mm -hmm. It's nine years. Um, 
It looks like an awesome event. I would love to go to one uh, just because recently I've, I've fallen in love with hockey, um, especially with these playoffs. It's been awesome. Um, we'll get to that a little later. But, yeah, just watching that video, if no one's seen it, uh, it's New York police and firefighters brought a charity hockey game, and it just, yeah, they get after it. It's pretty epic. So, yeah, fire department win. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up. Yeah, Dallas game's going on right now. We're gonna talk about it later. Um, up one nothing. Go Stars. That's uh, that's what I'm talking about. Um, what is it? Third period. It is third period. Oh gosh, I gotta get out there and watch this. But I'll watch it later. We're good. We're gonna jump into some NFL news. Well, hold on. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this. Why we're trading blows? Let's just. NASCAR had their own little hockey fight of. Ross Chastain and Noah. Yes. And I don't know the back backstory on it, but you could hear Chastain telling him stop, stop, stop. And he mm -hmm. kept pursuing and then that was a solid I got the audio for that one too if we want to listen to it. Let's do it. Let's throw it in there. Right here. Here's another angle. Just a solid ride, just slaps him in the face. Oh, that's epic. So I guess what happened was um, Chastain uh, cut off someone. He thought he had room. Um, let me read the names on that again. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know the names on it, but um, one of them thought he had room and cut him off. And I guess he bumped him and wrecked him. And so the other guy called him out. And he was just like, whoa, sorry, sorry. Like he was holding him by the collar. He's like, stop, stop. And then uh -huh. just put one right in the kisser, man. Just I'm I'm getting props for staying up though. Um, not not getting folded. Um, uh, I would assume the one that grabbed his uh his collars, it he's the aggressor. He told him to stop, gave him several chances, then mm -hmm. it becomes you know, protect yourself. That's yeah, I mean I, I don't know what fines were held hold, or handed out worth or it. what, but I hope hopefully our audience can hear that. If not, go look it up. Um NASCAR box. I guess it's Chastain and somebody else. I can't remember the names of it. Ross Chastain and Noah Gragson. Gragson. Okay. Yeah. Well, if NASCAR doesn't work out, I guess UFC is an option for him. <laughs> right. That was that was a solid punch. But what sucks was the guy that got punched tried to come after him and they separated him. He didn't even get another chance at it. Uh -huh. So it was just like he brought the heat, paid for it, and then <laughs> got pulled off and didn't get to retaliate. Maybe so, NYPD could have used that right hook. Hey, yeah, if he's for, if he gets on the department <laughs> later, he'd definitely just use him for a, a bruiser out there, you know, right. goon, get him out there just to fight. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was gold. That was good. That was a good video. Sorry, I had to throw that one in there. It was too good to pass up. And, oh, 100%. If y'all if haven't seen the videos, go look up, yeah, the fire department, police one, and then look up the NASCAR brawl. Those are two solid ones. Those will get you amped as a man for sure. Let's get to the Rodgers, to the Jets, and the, the Jordan. Is it Jordan Love or what's his name? Jordan Love, yeah, signed an extension. Uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Um, before I go all over all the information that they exchanged with, like, money and trades and stuff, overall, what do you think, good or bad move? 
How many games has Love played? He's played 10 and started one. In three years? Okay, I'll say three years. Yeah, I got his stats here. He's played, appeared in 10 games. His stats are 606 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. And he started one because Rodgers was sick with COVID, and he got to start against Kansas City, and he lost 13-7. to I mean, and that warrants an extension? Um, I guess because, well. 10 games for 600 yards? I know he hasn't proved anything. Um, but I guess that's all they have. I guess they didn't they didn't draft. I think they drafted Penn State quarterback in like sixth round or something. I don't know. Um, but fun fact, uh Rogers got drafted when Favre was there and he sat three years behind Favre before starting. Mm-hmm. So I'm not comparing love to to Rogers heyday. Not Rogers now, but Rogers' heyday, but kind of the same scenario where and guess where Favre went when he left? Jets. The Packers. Yeah. <laughs> J-E-T-S. It's weird. Their their stories are very comparable. Um, they both won like one Super Bowl with Packers. It was on like a certain year. You know, there's a bunch of like correlating facts between Favre and, and Rodgers. Um, so, yeah, Love's extension was for one year through 2024. Um it's worth up to $22.5 million, including $13.5 million guaranteed. Um, they did that, which was the cheaper option, instead of doing the fifth-year sign. Uh, the fifth-year sign would have been like $20-something million guaranteed. So they just signed him to like a one-year extension to see how it fills out. If he does good, which is smart on their part. If he does good, sign him to a longer one. If not, hey, we only got you for a year. Well, but yeah, so but there's other stuff they got to pay for. I think they're still paying for some of Rogers' uh, uh, buyout, and Jets are picking up the rest of it or something like that. I'll get into it here in a second. But um, the Packers agreed to trade Rogers. Uh, they Packer or Packers gave up their first round pick, number fifteen. Um, they gave up their fifth round pick, one seventy. To the Jets, and then the Jets got Packers 13th round, so they just swapped 15 and 13 spot. Yeah. That's all they did was just move up two spots. Um, and Jets gave up their second round pick, their number 42, and their sixth round pick, 207, and a conditional offer of their 2024 second round pick. So Jets gave up a couple, two extra picks, I guess, and let them move up two spots. Um, I have some of the guys that they ended up picking, but I think it's irrelevant. We don't need to know all that. But, yeah, gave up those picks. Jets will also inherit the remainder of Rodgers' contract, which includes $59.5 million guaranteed in salary. I think they got to pay like 57 of it by week one, which was in the contract from when he was with Packers. So the Jets still got to pay 50-something million and gave up two picks and whatnot. So... I guess they're looking for a uh, Matt Stafford 2.0 when he went from Lions to Rams. That's what I'm thinking. They're ho- they're looking for. Yeah. Well, you know, Rodgers and Favre both won their only Super Bowl in their sixth season at age 27. That's weird. That that's that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. There's and then I'll, it was like their last um, drive was exactly the same. They were like two for six 
for 12 yards and one interception or something like that, like identical their last as a, as a Packer, their last drive as a Packer, which we all know the lions intercepted uh, Rogers and went down and won the game, you know, on that last drive. Um, but get this Rogers is also coming off one of his worst seasons. He had uh, 12 interceptions, which almost matched how many interceptions he threw to the three years prior, which was 13. Mm-hmm. So just in one year, he matched three of his years uh, through first fewest yards, 3,695. And he didn't have a single 300 plus yard game last year when previously he never had less than three 300 plus yards. So is it is it where he's at or is it his age? Is it his talent? You know, like, what is it? Is it yeah. you think it might uh revive some some good playing on his part moving to the jets or what well did you see their last six passes in lambo are statistically the same mm. two of six for 12 yards and a game ceiling pick yeah and then when's the last time the jets were top 10 in scoring offense i couldn't tell you i mean they had a good year last year my Minus- former packer became their quarterback uh, are yeah <laughs> i guess they're hoping for a repeat i guess i mean but i saw that and i was like oh my goodness yeah but on the other hand i mean the jets they're only achilles hill was the quarterback position yeah. they had three quarterbacks in they had well, what's his name from byu zach Wilson. zach yeah. um they had mike white who did good but I mean, and then they had was it Flack, Falco? Flacco? Joe Flacco. Yeah, which I guess not is Shane Falco. Playing? Is he still playing or is he retiring? I don't know. So maybe a free agent. I'm not sure. So yeah, um, I mean, they got running backs. They got wide receivers. Their defense. I mean, Jets looked good. They surprised everybody last year to where they didn't think that you know they were going to do anything. And with even with three quarterbacks, they they turned out they missed the what they missed playoffs like one game or two games or a few games something like that. Yeah. I mean, which is good for their previous years. So, I mean, is that is that the missing piece that they just need an uh, average Rogers to be successful? And some of the former Packer receivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing, he's like, I can't win with this Packer roster. Hey, I'm going to the Jets. Bring all my roster. <laughs> right. He's like, they sign what Cobb and like two other receivers uh-huh. or whatnot. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll was see. It like Lazard or something like that went, or one of those I guys. I can't remember. There's like two or three receivers went there, and it was like, bro, you had these guys in pack at you know yeah. Green Bay. So I mean, he didn't leave for better climate, that's for sure. Um, I guess Green Bay is pretty pretty rugged, um, but who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell. Um, but we'll see if the trade pays off. So I'm thinking they're. I can't remember what they signed him to. What did they sign him to? Like a few couple of years or something? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not a big Rogers fan, so I was just like, whatever. He's they gave up quite a bit, though. I mean, so I guess it's just, like I said, I think they're trying to emulate the Rams where they just get a good quarterback and and um, try to win it all in one year. I mean, that happened a couple of years in a row there with Brady and, and Stafford, you know, back-to-back years where they leave for one year, go to a new team, and win a Super Bowl. So. Mm-hmm. Could be one of those again where you just you get you get the right quarterback and there's just in day in day out being solid and 
gets the job done. So I don't know. Only time will tell. We'll see. There's a lot of stuff going on in the NFL. New stuff going on with uh, all the draft stuff. We'll see how new players fit in. Um, and then we got games abroad too. We're going to talk about um, uh, NFL draft grades. I got that wrote down from a uh, NFL.com uh, by Chad Ruder. Router Ruder. He did a quick little thing on everybody. Um, who would you say if you if you caught up, stayed up with any of it? Who would you say would be a uh, a winner of the draft? I hate saying it. I think the Eagles got a little better. Yeah. But I yeah. don't. I didn't really keep up with the draft all that much. You know, I don't know how they trade and get DeAndre Swift from the Lions. I mean, what the heck are they doing over there? What? Okay. Well, he's got the Lions rated the worst team that drafted. Um, drafted this year, they did the worst in the draft room, like rounds one through three. So yeah, I'll read uh, all their stats or what he had for the draft grades and stuff. So he had, I'll just go down every team. He has Arizona A, Atlanta A minus, Baltimore A, Buffalo A, Carolina Carolina B, Chicago A minus, Cincinnati A minus, Cleveland B, Dallas B plus, Denver B, Detroit C plus. I think that's the only C on the whole thing. Green Bay A minus, Houston B plus, Indy A, Jacksonville B plus, Kansas City B plus, Las Vegas B plus, Los Angeles Chargers B minus, Rams A minus, Miami B minus, um, Minnesota A minus, Patriots A minus, New Orleans B plus, New York Jets A minus, Jets B, Philly A minus, Pittsburgh A, San Francisco B minus, Seattle A minus, Tampa A, Tennessee A minus, and Washington B. So like I said, the only one that got a C was Detroit. And then they go and make a trade like that, you know. So I, got, um, I get it. The guy's been hurt the last couple of years, but come on. He's been one of your marquee players. Yeah. Didn't he have a year last year? Yeah, he came back and had a pretty solid year. Him and, and uh, Jamal Williams? Them together was filthy. Yeah. And now like, they both of them? Yeah, they were filthy for sure, and I just don't understand why. Like, if you got a good thing going, what what did they get for him? I can't even remember. I don't even remember either. Pretty much like two picks, like fifth round picks or something like that. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, he's got them graded from day one, day two, day three, and he's got each one like A A A. You know, so he went through the whole thing, who their draft picks was. So if y'all want to go look at that, it's just. You know, 2023 NFL Draft final quick snap grades for all 32 teams by Chad Router. Um, pretty cool little stuff. He's got it all planned out, each per team, whatnot. And um, I want to yeah. know what insider info you had to pick the right school for Mister Irrelevant. Oh, oh man, we got to <laughs> brag on that. I forgot all about that. Let you go it, a little bit. I would take the right school any day over the right position because you know. If you guys don't remember, if you watched episode seven, or was it six? Might have been six. Yeah. We're talking about the NFL draft. Well, we took a guess on who Mr. Irrelevant would be the last pick of the draft. Uh, You said tight end. Yeah. And I said uh, running back. 
I don't remember. I said running back, but I went further to say it's probably from a non-Power 5 school, like a school like Toledo. Yep. Just totally throwing this out on a whim. I don't know why. Something just hit me from, like, the back of Maduba Abangada back in there and just, like, came out fourth and was, like, pick Toledo and ended up being a defensive lineman from Toledo and got Mr. Irrelevant. So I will take that as a small victory. Boom in the videos that we've been making here. So yes. you guys listen enough, you might learn something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, of all the schools, there's like 300 and what, something D1 schools is that school, yeah. you know? And um, guessed it right. So, I mean, I'll take that any day. I'll take that any day. But yeah, well, um, like you said, you can predict all you want, how good people drafted and whatnot, but technically you'll never know until you know, the season starts until the season starts from there. But yeah, I mean, you get draft bust all the time. You get draft winners all the time, like Parsons and everything. Parsons was a, a wild card pick. And I mean, everybody knew it was good, but you just don't know how it's going to translate. Um, who would you say is going to be a bust this year? Who would be your guess? I know, I know one that I might could guess. Pick wise? Yeah. Who's that quarterback the Panthers took? Young or that Bryce Young? Bryce Young, yeah. From Can he even see over the line? He's tiny. They show video of that and he's like, Yeah, he's tiny. They were like praising him today on the videos. They're like, Bryce Young just dominates his first day. And I was like, it's literally like a walkthrough. Like, how do you dominate yeah. a walk? It's like you're learning the syllabus at this time. Like, how do you dominate that? I don't understand it. Because he went to Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at any pictures of him, he's shaking the hand of his lineman. And it literally looks like a four-year-old shaking like a Goliath's hand. Like, it's mm -hmm. nuts. Yeah. So, like I said, only time will tell. I mean, not praising uh, – uh murray or anything i mean he's had a rough time but still he's still he's doing all right i guess for how short he is you know it's just well, i mean he he runs around scared a little more yeah he's quick he's yeah. super fast <laughs> I, I bet oh you got a cut rate deal on that um statue though being so small half price yeah <laughs> that's, that's half price for his heisman reveal at ou yeah half the material yeah they put like one of those little bobbleheads on there you know so <laughs> But yeah, I, I, my guess would be uh, Stroud, um, just with the way his oh, test went. You know, he's like, I'm not a test taker. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a test taker, but you score an 18 on it. And, you know, what would you say? Anybody below 50 has usually been a bust or something like that? Anyone who has failed it. I've failed it. So, yeah, yeah that's even higher. Um, but we'll see. Like I said, time will only tell. You never know. You got Brady who was drafted, you know, picked. 200 something or whatever and mm -hmm. shows out and you get other these other stories of people getting picked fourth or fifth round and shows out you know and that's why i never really understood these people who are like predicting oh this person's going to be great oh this person's going to be great i mean there's like you there's some people that you can just tell you know that just got it you know like he's a, he's a he's a player he can go you know he's a baller yeah. he, can, he can ball out um but for the most part even those people might be mentally weak and just never show up for a year and they're sure. they're off finding a job year three you know yep but yeah you never know um it's gonna be of, go ahead it's gonna be interesting 
It is. I'm kind of excited for it. There's going to be a lot of rookies probably having to step up, um, especially quarterback area. Um, seeing new faces with new teams and all of that jazz. And I'm uh, going to have to start getting that fantasy rolling around, start oh, yeah. doing some homework on it with all these oh, yeah. new players. Once they kind of the dust settles and you see where everybody's at and you can start speculating who's going to be good with who. And uh-huh. I think I had a few speculations last year and I was like, they did not turn out. Um, maybe one or two out of like the six or seven. I was like, oh, this guy's going to this team. He's going to dominate. You know, like I'm going to pick Russell Wilson who's going to Denver Broncos. He's going to dominate. And it just – pooped himself the whole yeah poor russ I, I don't think his finger was better from oh like, how many finger injuries were there this year it seemed like there was like three or four and you're like well, oh, he did it in me. seattle and he tore that ligament and the tip of his fingers was like hanging down oh yeah yeah they showed that about three or four quarterbacks just throwing and defensive and getting their hands up and just hitting their hand and back yeah yeah of course of course that was kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. What's his name? Took over and did really well. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, yeah. Yeah. I mean, then again, you know, backup QBs, you never know. You're sitting behind somebody for years, and then they get hurt, and you're next in line. So, you never know. Um, still seeing, what was his name? Chase Daniels from Mizzou. Yep. yep. He was back in, like, 2001, like, Hot 11, man. 12, or something like yeah. that. 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there. He was back with like Sam Bradford or something like that, wasn't he? Yep. And so he's still rocking backup QBs. So good good on him for doing that and sticking in there. I mean, can't be the worst life being a backup QB and probably playing like 10 games your total, whole total career and starting two or something like that. Body preservation. Hey. And you're getting the money. Kudos. Hey, I'll take a backup QB salary yeah. any day. I'll take the water boy salary. Don't they make like 50 K a year? Probably. <laughs> Just pouring water in people's mouths. Yeah. Like, give me that job. I'll take that in the off season. Yeah. I'll pay someone to cover a couple shifts for me and go work those games. But yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of NFL, um, I think they got some of the most abroad games this year. They're trying to schedule this year. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Is it like five or something like that? It's uh, yeah. Five of them. I think usually they had like two was the max. Uh, you know, I'm all for broadening your horizons. Yeah. But at the same time, the state of the Eastern world right now. True. I don't know if I would. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I'm about broadening horizons, but it's not like you have a team over there. Yeah. You know, rotate it. Make a rotation. All right, hey, countries, this is what we're going to do. You're going to get two this year. You'll get two this this year, and you'll get two this year. You know, rotate it. Yeah. And whoever has, you know, the most turnout fans or turnout, then you'll definitely have one after this little – you'll have one for sure, and then these other countries can duke it out. And if it gets better, then we'll put one here, one here, one here. There you go. They got three in London and two in Germany this year. Um, October 1st, week four, you'll have Atlanta versus the Jags in London. And the Jags are just going to stay over there because October 8th, week five, Ravens are going to play the Jaguars. In well, I, got, I got the Jags by 20 against the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what about the Ravens? They they turn around next week and play the Ravens there in, in London. I think I got them by 10 because they'll already be acclimated to everything. That's, that's, that's definitely an advantage for Jags to where they're just going to hang out for a week. Yeah. But then again, are you going to be distracted over there for a week? I don't, I don't know. know. It depends on how they, uh, I don't know, set their sights on things and, you know, how serious they are. I mean, because they got a good team. Can they keep it? You know, that, that'll be a make or break for you in a season. If you like get distraction over there and you come back, you're going to make, well, crap. Well, my my thing is, what does that do for the fan Jaguar fans? Like, are they losing home games? Like, do they, instead of having, you know, eight home games, you're having six now or something or seven, whatever it is. I don't know the actual number, but like I'm saying, you're taking two home games or at least one away from them. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, what are you going to do, revenue share on that one? Uh, that's another you thing. Would think. I mean, do you just take the worst uh, fan base or something and send, send that team over there? You're like, hey, let's send the Oakland A's over there for uh, 82 games and see if the fan base rises or not. Um, I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm sure they do have it all figured out, but, I mean, you're two weeks in London, week four and week five. I mean, and then uh, October 15th, week six, uh, will be – Baltimore and Tennessee. So I guess Baltimore's gonna stay over there too. Oh, yeah. Baltimore's gonna stay over there in London. So well, that changes things. Yeah. So they'll go over there, get acclimated, play the Jags, and then play Tennessee. And then November 5th, week nine. So you got a couple weeks in between. Uh Miami and Chiefs are gonna be playing in Frankfurt. And then November 12th, week 10. Colts and Pats will be in Germany also. So very well. Yeah. The game we'll I'm five. looking forward to is um week five. Mm-hmm. The NSC showdown between the Cowboys and Niners. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Schedule's out. If anybody needs to go look at it, it's online. Um definitely. Yeah. That'll be some good games. Uh who's 49ers gonna start? They're gonna have uh Purdy starting, or did they? Depends on how his elbow recovers. Or with, uh, who was their main one, their main up-and-coming one that broke his ankle like three weeks in? And Jimmy G. Lance, Lance, Trey Lance, yeah. So they're going to have a QB battle there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not a bad situation to be in, but. No. um, Then Raiders are going to have a battle. Was it Jimmy G and who else? Car's gone. Car went to New Orleans. Um, was it Stidham? Maybe, yeah. Uh, he did really good when Car was hurt. Uh-huh. He did really well. Um, who are other QB battles we got? I mean, Tennessee, Tannehill and uh, Levy, Levy, Levis, whatever his Levis. name is, Kentucky. Yeah. Um, that'll be a battle. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it's, it's going to be one of those two it's going to be scary to do a fantasy draft and you're going to be like, I don't even know who's starting. You know, I don't know. Who's yeah. going to... yeah. Hopefully I can get a top three and don't have to worry about it. You know, top three QB. Well, that's why I like um, doing the draft a little later because then you have an idea who's going to be playing. Yeah. Hurt. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know who in preseason is going to get hurt either. So, yeah, mm-hmm. usually like a week in advance is good, like mm-hmm. leading up to it. But then again, you got to make sure everybody's on the same – the same uh, – page 
Yeah, and that's why, you know, by the last uh, preseason game, all the big guys, they're not playing. They're waiting for, you know, kickoff and all that. So you can always guarantee who's healthy, who's not, who's starting, who isn't. True. Well, going into that, who would be your uh, preseason way too early to make a decision favorite going in? Preseason, way too early. Favorite going in. Yeah, way too early to make a prediction, but we're going to shoot one out. You, you, you got to say Philly. Yeah, I like Philly. I'm sorry, but you got to say Philly. That's just the nature of the beast. They didn't do anything to make themselves worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's a different story last year if the 49ers aren't playing without a quarterback. Yeah. Because then you become solely one-dimensional. Well, that's easy to stop. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen if Purdy didn't get hurt, how that game would have turned out. That would have been an awesome game. It was like after he got hurt, it was just like, man, this is tough to watch. Didn't he start out doing pretty good? Yeah, he was doing good. They are going like neck and neck, like 10-10 until he hurt himself. And then after that, then his backup QB got a concussion. Mm -hmm. Their fourth string got a concussion. Yeah. So Lance went down, Jimmy G went down, then Purdy got hurt. And then their fourth string got hurt. They're about to bring in McCaffrey as their emergency backup, which I wish they would have because Purdy was just hurt, which we all found out at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, that was that wasn't okay. I mean, you can't put your kid back out there who obviously can't throw a ball more than five yards because his arm is not there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, especially that extent of an injury, too. It's just... Yeah, I mean, I know you don't want to get your star running back that you gave up so much money for as quarterback, but yeah. you could do some kind of wildcat offense or something. Oh, where sure. You're just ground and pound with him and have a fullback right beside him, you know, or whatever. And well, then you got two of the top him. running backs, and then you have Ayuk and what's his name? Debo. Uh-huh. I mean, you got options to do something. Can't Debo throw? think so hey do you want an update yeah stars win game seven two to one sweet nice just ended sorry i, was, I had it streaming that's what it's okay yeah i wanted to watch it but then again i've been nervous so stars are going to move to the conference finals yeah we're, we're gonna uh, me and me and bryce are going to get on this a little later so We'll get into all that now. Hockey's your thing. I don't know jack about hockey. (laughs) I don't know much. I'm starting to learn, but we're going to leave it up to the Canadian to talk about hockey. Um, But yeah, we'll uh, we're going to bring him in and talk a little NHL. All right, I'm back here with Bryce and our NHL analysts for our podcast. like I said earlier, last episode, you guys might remember him from last episode where he's our Canadian and uh, we think that makes him more qualified. How's things going, brother? Things are going fine up, up here in the great north, the great white north. Great white north, yeah. Warming up finally up there? Yes. Y'all got baseball started back up there, didn't you? Yeah. We got the Ottawa Titans. From the yep. Frontier League. They started their series on Friday. Nice. Nice. What's their record so far? Is it 2-0? Oh? 
and and they're playing tonight on the road. Gotcha. I gotcha. All right, man. Well, we'll hop right into it, man, with the NHL playoffs going on. Uh, uh, The concluded last night, but uh, what was your picks? What was your picks during the first round? What was your record for it? Um, so the only one that I got wrong was um, Boston and Florida. Understandable. I bet a lot of people got that one wrong. Um, but then now looking at Florida, man, they're making a run. They're playing good at the right time, but we'll get into that a little later. But that's pretty good, man. Just only one one series wrong so far. Um, I don't think we got to do a second round series, but we can do a uh, conference championship guess. So you can go. Two and oh, one and one or oh and two. We'll we'll get to that a little later. Um, but going back to our first round uh playoff games, uh you're talking about the Bruins and Panthers, man. What happened? I don't know. It was like so surprising and it goes to show that playoffs are a whole different thing from the regular Yeah. I mean the Panthers were sixty five, twelve and five in the regular season. Um I think that was one of the best, if not the best, regular season. In- you mean you mean the Bruins? Bruins, what'd I say? Panthers? Oh, sorry. Bruins went 65-12-5, my bad. Um, uh, just goes to show that, I mean, regular season counts for something, but doesn't count for everything if you can't win in the playoffs. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, they lost to the, the – what, define – what's the President's Cup? I think I read something about that. What is that? Is that just for best regular season team? It's – the team that has the best record among among the league. Okay, so it's just the best regular season team. So definitely they won that. Um, I also looked up something where it said only one team who won the President's Cup has gone to the finals. So is that a little bit of a cursed cursed uh, cup there? I definitely agree because the same things happened to Tampa Bay a couple yeah. of years. A couple, uh, I guess, like four or five years ago, I think, yeah. where they – had the best record. The Bruins, the Bruins lasted out a lot longer than what than what the Lightning did, but um, because the Lightning got swept in that first series, where. But it was just really shocking for um, Boston to go up. Was it three enough? Three enough series, and then Florida won four in a row, or was it? I think it was, uh, they went up 2-0, and then it was 2-1, then it might have been 3-1. And then they won three in a row. Yeah, and won three in a row. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's just, like I said, goes to show that there's, no matter how well you do in the regular season, when it comes to playoffs, it's a totally different animal. Um, There's been about three other historical collapses uh, going back to 2001 with the Mariners. They were... 116 and 46 in the regular season and ended up losing to the Yankees in the ALCS. Uh, there was the 2007 Patriots who went 18 and 0 um, looking for the second perfect record in, in NFL history with the Dolphins, but ended up losing to a shocker in the Giants 17-14 in the Super Bowl 42. We all remember that that helmet catch and Eli Manning making an epic, epic last drive. And then the recently uh, 2015-2016 Warriors, who went 73-9 and in the regular season, 73-9, and and lost to the Cavs in the finals. So, I mean, at least the other two teams, two out of three, 
made it deeper in the playoffs where the Bruins just lost in the first round. So, I mean, do you think the Bruins would be considered a bigger collapse than any of these four other three teams? Yeah, definitely. Like, it was just surprising because you saw this team um, have such a good win record in the in the um, regular in the, uh, in the regular season, but mm-hmm. then you just have like they started their their rookie goalie. The, the Panthers started their rookie goalie in the first game. Yeah, and it's and then it's it's been all Sergei Bobrovsky since. Yeah. So if if you get if you get if you get Bobrovsky off his game, you can definitely have a a good chance at um, winning a series as long as you keep Bobrovsky on his on his toes and not um, let him get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're playing good now. They they made they've advanced to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Are they Easterns? Yeah. Correct. Finals. Um. Other news too: the Avalanche lost uh, six straight game sevens dating back to 2002. Um, recent defending champions um, lost to the Kraken. Uh, what what happened there with the defending champs? I don't know. I I, I definitely know that in our in our first episode that I I came in on, um, I, I I said that at that time um, the uh, Avalanche lost McCarr to a suspension. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah, the Seattle Kraken should make it a, to a game seven. Mm-hmm. And I said they were, if they kept um, the um, Avalanche on their toes, that they had a chance of winning, of going to the next round. And that's what happened. Exactly what happened. Well, just looking at uh, the second round series with the Cap, uh, Kraken in Dallas, uh, Kraken have been playing really good. They're a tough opponent too. Just so, no, no shock there of them beating the Avalanche with how well they played in the second round. But um, yeah, that was the it, Kraken got their first or the first team ever to have their first series win in franchise history be against the defending Stanley Cup champions. So there in that first round, uh, that that'll bring us on into second round winners. Um, we'll start off with the the series of the. Of the playoffs so far, I would say the Stars and Kraken going to Game Seven last night. Stars and Kraken, okay. What's your thoughts on that game or that whole series as a whole, man? That was a good series. It, to be honest, like as, as a Stars fan, like this year I've I've watched all ninety-five games, which is eighty-two regular season games, and right now. 13 postseason games. Nice. Um, another thing is that um, the Dallas Stars coach, Pete DeBoer, increased mm-hmm. his Game 7 win streak to 7 0 0. Nice. As coaching of a team that made it to a playoff that made it to a Game 7. Wow. Um, then you have Ottinger, who's increased his record on um, being able to bounce back so much after losing. And being, especially after being pulled in Game Six, um, uh-huh. uh, some Stars fans were thinking like, "Well, maybe would they start a Wedgwood in that?" But they've gone Ottinger all, all throughout the whole playoff so far, and his, like his, the way that he bounced back 
after a loss uh-huh. is, is, is incredible. Yeah, that goes to show a lot of maturity, too, on his side to where, I mean, you get pulled game six and you turn around, you're, you're asked to start game seven and you only give up one goal. That's pretty pretty good maturity for how young he is. Especially going, um, I guess what it, it was 15, 59 minutes of shutout hockey. And let's talk, let's talk here about the rookie, Wyatt Johnson. Oh, yeah. What, what an amazing goal he had to, to not only um, negate the icing, mm-hmm. to get all alone and then make Grubauer think that he's going around the net, but instead he goes top shelf, glove side. Yeah. Like he, Grubauer was not expecting that, and he did it, and that's his um, second, uh, it's his fifth goal of the, of the postseason. Was that the one that went off his helmet? Um, barely. Barely, yeah. Like it went, it went top, like just above his shoulder, and it, and in the net. And that's not only is it Johnson's fifth goal of the playoffs, but it's also um, his second um, game-winning goal that he scored this playoff. Nice. So I mean, stars are looking pretty promising. They're young. They're, they're crop of talent. I mean, hopefully this is a, a dynasty in the making. Hopefully they can keep winning and, and get a couple of Stanley Cups under their belts and just keep this young core together. Um, I think they got a perfectly good mix of a little bit older guys, experience, and and really good young crew also. And you also can't leave him un, unprotected because if he gets wheels, he's going the other way and scoring a goal. Nice. And the one last thing would be that, like, um, like it's kind of crazy to think that the oldest player is only one point behind the youngest, like the 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 younger one of the players that is leading the Stars with nine goals, which is Hans and Pavelski has eight goals that he scored all in that one series, mm-hmm. where Hans has scored nine goals. In two series, he's definitely helping himself out, man. He's been making a name for himself. And the, and the and the last thing is, someone that needs to wake up is Robertson, forty six regular goal, regular season goals, and then playoffs. He's only had two, so he's got to kick it into a gear and maybe score some more, some good goals in uh, in this next series against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they've been putting up a bunch of goals in that series against Kraken. It seemed like it was a high-scoring affair. Um, so, this, if you get Robertson going, then no telling what the final scores will be with that. And the score of this of this Game 7 was the lowest scoring of the series. Which goalies. is another crazy thing for the goalies, especially. Yeah, goalies brought their A game. But the Stars just topped them. Yep. I'll take us into the uh, Knights and Oilers. Sorry, I'll get it right here in a second. Uh, they went six games with the Knights taking them down. Um, how was that series? It wasn't tense. Like, um, it was a, definitely a back and forth till game five when, um, game five and game six when the um, Golden Knights just had the upper edge and just um, kept. Um, McDavid and Dreisaitl 
down and was able to, um, I guess, um, beat them. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Knights have been good for a couple years now, ever since coming into the league. Um, and they, they've been a tough opponent every time. So that'll bring us into the Stars and Knights. Uh, we'll continue on with more of the second round, but uh, we'll we'll start with Panthers and Leafs. We'll keep we'll keep with the second round. Panthers and Leafs five games. Panthers just took them down. Only gave Leafs one win. Um, how was that series for you? It was good for me, um, but not but not so well for my dad. Um, yeah, who's a big big Leafs fan, and um, I guess yeah. That's all. Pardon? Is the house still in one piece? From what I know of, yes. (laughs) Tell him there's always next year. There's always next year. He's only been waiting for about uh, 60 years for a championship. (gasps) I'm not even going to go there, so yeah. (laughs) We'll get into that later. But, I mean, Panthers are looking good, man, after taking down um, the number one team, Bruins, which nobody thought they would even get past. Um, They're sitting here. Uh, almost sweeping the Leafs uh, four games to one. So, I mean, they're looking pretty dangerous. So I'm glad they're on the Eastern Conference side instead of the Western. Yeah. So, Hurricanes and Devils, they also went game five. Uh, Hurricanes putting them away pretty early, taking care of business, and uh, um, only going, only letting it go five games. Uh, how was that series? Definitely a battle of the, of the, of the younger teams. I mean, Hurricanes are kind of like Dallas in terms of, like, they have um, rookies that just came up um, either the last either um, last season or even this season. Um, and then they definitely have a, um, a, a veteran presence of uh, uh, Brent Burns and Eric Stahl, who mm-hmm. kind of remind me of, like, a... On the Dallas Stars, like uh, uh, so, um, Brent Burns, the defenseman. So in terms of the Stars, reminds me of um, um, Ryan Suter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, offensively, you have um, is it? I think it's Eric Stahl, one of the Stahl, one of the Stahl brothers, um, still in Carolina and never left. Um. Definitely reminds me of a Joe Pavelski. Yeah. Just, I think Stahl's a little younger than Pavelski, but still, like, they just, they remind me of those two players um, from the Stars. Gotcha. Well, if we go to, uh, we'll go to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Um, Knights versus Stars, Panthers versus Canes. Who do you got in the Western Conference Finals? Definitely stars. All right, no shocker there. Uh, how many games? How many? I I think it's gonna go for, uh, either six or seven. Come up with a final decision. What you got? I'd say six. Six stars and six. All right, Panthers, Canes, and then another thing that I want to add about these two, um, the Western Conference and Eastern Conference is that. It's the battle of the old goalies versus the battle of the young goalies. In the West, you have Ottinger versus Thompson. Mm-hmm. 
Ottinger for Dallas and Vegas, um, Thompson for Vegas, and then you have um, Anderson for Carolina and Bobrovsky for um, Florida. Those and are two on the, east, on the eastern side? Yeah, so it's definitely battle of the goalies for on, on, both, on both conferences. Yeah, we'll see who prevails. Uh, Panthers-Canes, who do you got winning? That one. I think I think the Panthers have done enough. I think the Kings are going to win in three uh, to a uh, game six as well. So you think Panthers' magic has run out, huh? As long as they can keep Rowski off on on his toes, it's definitely a big possibility that uh, Panthers get out in this this series. All right, so Canes and Stars. Kings and Stars. Huh? Kings and Stars for the Stanley Cup. All right. How many games? I think five. And five? You think they bring it for the Stanley, huh? Yeah. I feel like I think this is I think this is finally they're here. They they have the right chemistry with lines. Um they have a couple people that they've uh, the stars are brought in, in and out during the series against the Kraken, which yeah. is always, always a good thing. It goes to show that you can have, um, like, not injury-related, which is always good, to yeah. actually have, like, two players that you can swap, swap um, depending on how they play that game, and just say, like, okay, you're going to sit for this game, but you'll be, you can come back and play with for with us again next game or things like that. Yeah, well, coming into it during the whole before the whole playoffs, you had somebody new was going to win it. The the latest one to win it was uh, seventeen years ago was Carolina in two thousand six. So Toronto hadn't won it since sixty seven. Edmonton hadn't won it since ninety. Uh, Rangers hadn't won it since ninety four. Uh, new Jersey hadn't won it since two thousand three. Seattle's never had it. Um, and then and who's left? Dallas hasn't won it since 99, Carolina 2006, Vegas and Panther both have never won it. So you're going to have somebody in the last that hasn't won a Stanley Cup in the last 17 years win it or longer. And according to my prediction, the uh, teams that haven't won it are going to be the ones that get out. Okay. So you got the two that have never been there, just think they need a little more time struggling to get there, huh? They need some of their... Um, refused to get a little more uh, accustomed to the team gotcha. first, I feel like. I gotcha. Well, that brings us to our last topic. We're going to talk about the NHL lottery and um, big big pick today, or not today, but recently this year, uh, one of the biggest picks in uh, hockey uh, in the league uh, was Connor Bedard. That's how you pronounce it? Connor Bedard, yes. I think he's a Vancouver boy, right? I think he yeah. punched Regina Pats, I think it was. In the, yes. In, um, was probably the undoubted number one and no matter what team picked him. Uh, but he ended up going to the Blackhawks, who were favored to be the third highest pick behind uh, the Ducks and the Blue Jackets. Um, so what's your thoughts on that, on the lottery and everything? I found it very weird that it um... – during the broadcast, that did they did do a cut? 
Yeah. And they actually showed the winner first before the showing up who finished second and third in the lottery. Oh, no. So a little controversy there, huh, where they showed the winner before picking the ball, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So what's your thoughts on it? Does it seem rigged or what? Just going to Blackhawks being a bigger market, they wanted to put that guy on that team or what? I don't – it's hard to say. Like, um, I think it was definitely – it wasn't like rigged, but it wasn't like even either. So I'm like on the fence. Well, I mean, I can understand the lottery part of it where they they don't want to get people throwing games at the end of the season to get the first pick, you know, saying we got the worst record, we're first pick. Um, it keeps people honest because even if you are the worst record, you're still not guaranteed first pick. So I get the lottery, but it's kind of tough to have faith in it when they have stuff like that where the lottery winner shows up. Shows up and um, before the even ball comes up, so... A little sketchy there. A little sketchy. Um, another thing is that um, with, with this season, um, Kane, Patrick Kane being um, traded to the Rangers and yeah. Jonathan Taves announcing his retirement. Yeah. I feel like Bajar could be the person that can keep the Blackhawks to where they were this season, maybe even better. Yeah. Well, he's going he's gonna to be a game changer no matter where he goes, looking at some of his highlights. So uh, Blackhawks got a good player there, and they're looking to probably make a push next year with him at the helm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's all I have for you today, brother. I appreciate you coming on here. Appreciate your, uh, your thoughts and comments on it, and I hope you're right with the Stars winning it all. Thank you. Hi, brother. I appreciate it. Have a good one, bud. You too. All right, bye. Let's uh, do a little update in the Ranger game. It's now um, a full dozen to nothing. <laughs> they've been doing. They've been doing all right, haven't they? What's their record? Yeah, they're the, them and the Braves are both twenty-five and fifteen. Wow. I'm so here's I'm here's the Braves uh, scoring: two run bomb, two run bomb, RBI double, RBI double, two run bomb, two run bomb, two run bomb. Who are they playing? The Braves and Rangers. Oh, it is against Rangers. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Nice. Nice go, Braves. That's my team. Yeah. You can be a Rangers fan. I'm, I'm sorry. I won't rub it in too much. Hey, I, I like the Braves. I've always liked the Braves, too. Yeah. I mean, the old crime dog, Dave Justice, Smalls. Oh, yeah. That whole, that whole 90s crew. Of Mark Walters. Who, I remember Julio Franco and Ryan Klesko and Rafael Fercal and Glavin Smoltz. Was it Javi, Javi Lopez? Javi Lopez was there at like yeah. 42 and played for till 10 more years. And <laughs> uh-huh. yep. yeah. then you had crazy head rocker. He was yeah. Chipper. That was my dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was a, that was a crew. Sad they only won it once out of that whole decade. They were in like the world series, like six out of 10 years. Yeah. And only once that was heartbreaking, but, but yeah, we got another one a couple years ago. So oh, yeah. can't be mad about that. Um, yeah. I think next episode we're going to get into more baseball stuff, expansion teams. Um, what else did we have? We had expansion teams. Uh, we did go over NASCAR. So, yeah, we're hitting all of them. 
Um, we'll try to get into more stuff next episode. Like I said, we got some hockey coming up. Kentucky Derby might hit on that as weird stuff. Yeah. Good feel good stories. We do have one good feel good story. If we want to finish this up on a feel good, I know we kind of got on the wrong foot <laughs> earlier. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll just, you know, give a quick touch on that. And, you know, what's the Cowboys coach's name? Uh, what's his name from? I can't remember. Well, anyway, uh, he got to call his son Deuce Vaughn. Oh, Kansas State. Yeah. And actually tell him that the Cowboys, whom he works for, was drafting him with one of their picks. Yeah. Chris Vaughn, who's the scouting department, got to make that call to his son. And he, I don't think he knew it was going to happen. I think they handed him the card. Mm-hmm. And once he read it, he started working up in tears. And I have that call right here on, on right here, ready to play. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's going good. This is Dad. My phone wasn't working. Look at here, man. You want to come to work with me next week? <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I got somebody who wants to speak to you. I got somebody who wants to speak to you. So, yeah, he got to ask his son if he wants to come to work with him and tomorrow or something like that. And uh, we all know Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State. Is he 5'8", whatever size he is? Uh-huh. He wore some teams up, I guess, because I can't see him behind the line. Um, I know he tore you up watching that game. You just couldn't stop him. Um, so good for them. Um, that also opens up questions with uh, Zeke. You know, they draft another running back. Um, and they signed Ronald Jones. Yeah. So do they bring Zeke back or are they kind of parting ways? Is that kind of the official? It's Jerry, man. You never know. He loves the loves the drama. I I'm still sticking by it, and I hate saying it, but I think once he's like not making decisions anymore, I think Dallas is probably going to excel. I think it's just too much micromanaging. Well, I think you get him and Steven out of the front office. It's, it'll be a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how their drafts come in. I mean, they look good last year too, just to some slip ups there. And once they figure it out, I think uh, they'll be a threat to the Eagles, especially playing them a couple of times in the year. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, excited, looking forward to that. Uh, what was it? The XFL Renegades won it down there. Did Are they? We? I think so. Yeah, Bob Stoops. I've been paying attention. Played XFL Renegades to their uh, XFL championship. Um, Very nice. Yeah, owner The Rock. Um, I don't know what the score was, but I just remember seeing that pass across some kind of social media I was watching. Nice. Yeah. So XFL seemed to be positive. I know the. They got USFL, too. I don't know how well that's doing. I watched the game last night, like two seconds of it, and there was nobody in the stands. So hopefully they can conjoin forces with XFL and make like a super team or whatnot. Um, like, uh, what, what's that video game? Blitz, where you got the two different leagues you're trying oh, to get. Yeah. <laughs> Blitz, Blitz and anything was awesome. Um, been watching uh, uh, Ted Lasso a lot lately and learning more about the Premier Soccer League and stuff. How they do relegations and stuff like last three teams are out top top three teams in the next further down division move up you know i was like what if nfl had that you know like bottom one nfl team loses you bring the championship of xfl up you know like i think it would change the sport for sure it'd be pretty wild because just learning more about that there's like there's four leagues in the premier league or the england league and each year 
two or three drop down and two or three move up. So each year you're fighting for your life pretty That's much. Wild. Yeah. So it can be totally different seeing in three years, you know, you got six different, nine different teams up there. Um, I just think that'd be wild. That'd be, might be for another conversation to talk about. In another episode. But yeah, we wanted to leave you guys with that feel good story. Deuce Vaughn headed to the Cowboys. Got to talk to his dad, Chris. My phone ain't working, so <laughs> awesome. he's definitely crying. I mean, that'd be very emotional. I remember the first time I got to call my dad and told him I was, I was signing a independent ball league, still professional, you know, got to, play, got to play professional ball, got to call him, and it was pretty emotional just getting to see, like, not all, only the hard work I put in, but the hard work they and sacrifices they made, you know, mm-hmm. as a father putting in all that work, and you get to play baseball after college you know that's pretty special so absolutely i do remember that phone call it was pretty awesome so credit to them awesome story love that and hope he succeeds in everything he does down there in dallas for sure um, but other than that we'll let you go get some sleep man i know you had that late night that late call <laughs> uh, probably pretty tired so we'll let you go get some sleep better yeah i uh, i was doing the power nod earlier and kaylee walked in the door i was like <laughs> Went stumbling in the other room, think I started. Like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I fell asleep. Zoned out a little bit. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, go pass out, sleep in in the morning, get some sleep. Sleep in. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks Still for waking me up. Go to the gym. <laughs> take a pass. Just take a pass. Get some sleep. Yeah. So yeah, that's episode eight for us, guys. I uh, appreciate you still listening. Like I said, go join us on all our social medias. We got. Instagram, uh, we don't have Facebook, Instagram, High Heat Podcast. Uh, we do have a TikTok, which we're still working on. I'm a little non-tech savvy, trying to get some stuff on that. Um, we got the email, whatever you want, just comment on anything. I think Instagram has been my hottest thing. I've been able to post the most on and help out and shoot information out there. So, yeah, we'll be getting this uh, episode posted hopefully by Wednesday. So, if not tomorrow. So, we'll see. Awesome enjoyed it great times like always let's uh get back to our roots a little bit next time let's stick with some baseball i think oh, maybe yeah. we can even you know get a surprise guest on with us yeah we might have something in the works so be tuned for episode nine it's probably going to be a little wild so be ready for it you want to give them any uh hints or any drops or any uh or just cliffhangers just just all these hitting all these hitting gurus out there are in trouble and this guy's around I'm here for it. I'm here for the drama. (laughs) Am I the drama? Probably, but I'm here for it. I don't care if I am or not. So stay tuned. Episode eight is going to be up soon. Nine is coming right around the corner and we got some special guests. So as always, brother, take care, be safe, get you some sleep. God bless. You too. It's always a joy. Be safe, man. All right. See you, bud. Later. (laughs)